Hey guys, we are so excited about our topic today. Um, we are going to be talking about how to restore intimacy after a wound or after betrayal in marriage. This is a tough one, but we're excited to tackle it with you. Stay tuned. Hey, I'm Rusty. And I'm Heather. And we're the Bryants, and this is the Redeemed Marriage Podcast. We are here to encourage healthy marriages, strengthen wounded marriages, and begin the process of restoration to broken marriages. We aren't licensed counselors, but we are a redeemed couple that loves the Lord and wants to help you journey through this messy, challenging, and fun part of life called marriage. everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Redeemed Marriage Podcast. This is Rusty and Heather Bryant. We are so glad to be back with you for our weekly marriage discussion, and we just love spending time with you and being able to... Why are you looking... Because you have a Bible in your lap. Yeah, well, we got to go do something at worship in a little bit. <laughs> so, But no, I do have something. Oh, because, okay. Well, so here's the deal. You... Oh, did I save my spot? Yes, I did. Um, so, you know, sometimes we have a topic that we've been thinking about for for a long time. Mm-hmm. Almost, I mean, sometimes it's even been the whole week and we just kind of think about it. And, you know, today was just one of those days uh, where we just had not really landed on one. Yeah, we just hadn't landed on one. And so here's what we actually did this. So first of all, this is going to be a little bit of a pitch right now for you to go and fill out our survey. Yep. So, so we have, yes, we've had a survey. I'm going to put it in the notes. So in the show notes, you'll be able to uh, go to the link and fill out our survey. It's pretty awesome. It's very helpful to us because it, it does, um, gives us some information. Like it just helps us. Like you're telling us topics that you might want mm-hmm. for podcast or other resources. And so we've been saying that we just need to go through the list and basically just you know, throw out all these um, podcast topics and just go through them and all these that people are suggesting. So we actually did that today. We went through and we just kind of landed on one that yeah. we were like, this is one that we think that um, that God's just telling us yeah. to talk about. And that's what I love about it because we could never run out of topics in the his- in the whole no matter how long we do this, we could never say I've run out of stuff to talk about. But we want to be sensitive to what the Lord's leading us to talk about. And I love how he brings something most of the time during the week as we talk to people or as we're dealing with stuff. It's like, oh, yeah, this is what we need to talk about Sunday. And a lot of that comes from this list. So Mm. y'all fill it out for us. Yep, yep, that's helpful. So someone at some point uh, put, oh, actually, there were actually a few of these Mm -hmm. that said, you know, how to restore intimacy after, um, and most of them were after an affair. Mm -hmm, Um, mm -hmm. But, you know, as we started talking about it, this could be any type of wound, um, any type of betrayal, any type of broken trust. Mm -hmm. You know, it doesn't have to be an affair because we have plenty of listeners out there that have not walked through the journey of infidelity. Praise the Lord. Uh, But there's, there's wounds that come up throughout marriage and sometimes that makes it hard to be mm-hmm. intimate physically. Mm-hmm. And when you say wound, like like your spouse hurts you yeah. in some way. Right. Um, I, I know that we know what that means, mm-hmm. but I just wanted to make sure that 
our listeners understand that it can be your how your spouse hurts you, even hurts your feelings or makes you mad. I mean, let's be real. For women, it's like, okay, you're going to make me mad like that and then expect me to be intimate with you. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's not just, um, like you said, it's not just um, infidelity, but lots of other um, things as well. Sorry, my headphones just went out. Uh-oh. Um, should we tell them that you bought you new headphones and not me? Rude. Well, I am the producer of this <laughs> yeah, show. You are. So. <laughs> <laughs> and he always does everything in one take. And then today he said, hey, why don't you do the intro? Oh, mm-hmm. I messed it up. It I had to do it take. twice. It was two takes. <laughs> You're just so good at this. Yeah, whatever. Well, we're about to find out because I have no notes. I have yes. no. I mean, this is this is, this is Heather's dream right here. That's right. It's, we're just chatting it up. But I will say this. If we, in our discussion of this, if there's something, if some of you are like, hey, you know, that really was something that was important to us mm-hmm. and we need to dive into it a little bit deep, deeper, send us a message and maybe we can take some notes. And that's prepare. right. <laughs> I'm just kidding. We, we, know, we know what we're talking about because we have lived through this. That's, right. that's um, right. Okay, so the topic for today is restoring intimacy after a wound, after a betrayal, after trust issues, after infidelity, mm-hmm. after pornography. I That's mean, it, right. could be, it could be a lot of stuff. So, yeah. okay, so how do how do you even get there? Let's well, get started. Yeah, let's do. So, as I was thinking about this, I just, there's so many things that have to take place after a betrayal, after trust has been broken, after a hurt. And sometimes that may be a little bit of time. Or it like if somebody hurts your feelings, it's not going to take two years for you to be intimate again. Um, at but right, there's an appropriate, there's an appropriate break. Absolutely, mm-hmm. absolutely. Um, and I don't think that you can say, oh, if you hurt your feelings, it's for two nights. Right. If it's an affair, it's two years. I mean, you can't, there's not right. like a, it may, it just varies. There's not a chart. There's not a chart. There's not a chart. Um, but regardless of the hurt or the betrayal, um, there has to be some time in there for you to forgive and for you to trust that person again, no matter what that is. Um, somebody can hurt your feelings and break trust because you're, you know, you're like, God, that really hurt, you know, and hurt you. And you have to be able to forgive them. And you have to be able to trust them again with your heart Mm -hmm. before you can open yourself up again to intimacy. Mm -hmm. Um, Honestly, it's going to be different for men and women. I think men can recover quicker because... In general. In general, general, yeah. Yeah, Just because intimacy, I think, is um, more not more important, but maybe the drive is a little bit stronger to heal faster Mm -hmm. um, because that's so important. Whereas in general, um, women, it takes a little bit longer. Right. um, Yeah. Yeah. Let me, let me jump in here and, uh, and say, first of all, we're speaking, we know we're speaking in very general terms. We can't, there, there are lots of situations, especially, I mean, we know in marriage, there's lots of situations where, the where the where the woman has a higher sex drive sure. than the man. Sure. Um, but generally speaking, mm-hmm. it it is the man that that has the higher sex drive. And when you talk about how it is, you know, it's different recovering 
intimacy, it's different when it's the guy that has um, done the betraying or when the girl has done the betraying. And I, I just feel the need to speak into that to if there are guys out there that are listening that you have, you have betrayed your spouse and you can't figure out, you know, how can, how can they not get over this? Mm-hmm. Um, so it was the opposite, obviously, with mm-hmm. us. And, you know, I was the one that was, that was betrayed and had to, you know, learn to trust again and to think about how hard that was for me mm-hmm. as a guy. That that puts it in perspective of really how hard it is for for a woman. Sure. Because like we said, it is a little bit different because there is such a a physical need for a man for the most part. And so knowing what a struggle it was and how hard it was for me to trust you again intimately, like I would say that you would have to multiply that mm-hmm. exponentially sure. for for a, a lady. Mm-hmm. That's true. It's a good word. Yep. It so, is. Anyway, I just wanted, yeah. wanted to yeah. jump in there. Yeah. So um, I get, so in thinking back for us, um, and I'm not saying it was just this one time. I mean, you know, that we've had other hurts in our marriage. I'm just talking sure. about this big one for us was the betrayal. Um, thinking back on that, um, I feel like you had to come to a place where you trusted me again. And I'm not talking about 100% trusted me, but there was trust building again for Mm -hmm. me. You know, I was, I was doing my part um, to show you that I was trustworthy Mm -hmm. and you were seeing those changes in me and knew that trust was being built again. Mm -hmm. And then you had, you had done the hard work of forgiveness. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, we've done so many podcasts, um, on forgiveness and the and the um, the parts of forgiveness, but but I think it needs to be said that um, here forgiveness is not forgetting, but it's it's forgetting. I mean, it's forgiving the um, the action, the mm-hmm. betrayal, and what was done. So I don't think without those two things um, being done, that intimacy is even mm-hmm. an right. option. Right. I mean, it it. It's not something that you can do without those those two things. Yeah, those two steps. Well, and you know we've talked a lot about forgiveness on previous podcasts, and we've had some that were specifically about you know do I really have to forgive? Mm-hmm. And you know really that comes first. Like you have to forgive your spouse, and then you can start the restoration process mm-hmm. and the rebuilding of trust. Um, and that's if your spouse is doing the work that's um, that is actually causing you to trust them right, again. Like right. they have to do that. Right. And so I do think that there's that there's probably people out there, um, spouses out there that have done the betrayal, and then they say, "I'm do. I don't know what else there is to do. Like I'm doing everything that I can possibly do." It's been X amount of time, whatever your timeline is, you know, maybe you feel like it's been way too long and you, because of where you are personally, you want to be intimate with your spouse again, but they're just not ready. So I, that's, I think that there's, there's 
got to be some tension there sure. between couples. And there was with us. Oh, for I sure. I mean, there was. For and, sure. And, and I also want to say that it's it wasn't something that, you, it wasn't a light switch. No, it, no, no. You didn't say, okay, I trust you again. I forgive you. I'm ready. Let's be intimate. And everything went great. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was, well, we had to work through it. And I remember times too, as we were going along the journey, I think that you felt like you were ready and that you thought I should be ready mm-hmm. maybe. Mm-hmm. And I actually had to, you know, I can remember times saying, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm not ready right. yet. Yeah. And, and you had to honor that. I sure. mean, that was something that, you know, as the spouse that has betrayed, you know, that would be one of the things that I would say is that there has to be, you have to honor and respect mm-hmm. the space and the, and the time that it takes That's right. to rebuild that trust again. Right. Um, and it kind of goes along with that you know, we talk so much about the four options that you have when your husband, I mean, when your spouse has built up a wall, it's the same thing. They have a wall built around their heart when it comes to intimacy. And, you know, it's those exact four things. And just in case you don't know them or hadn't heard them, it's you can beg. And that would have done no good for me to say, come on, why can't you just get over it? You know, I mean, that doesn't help. Mm-hmm. That's that that's not okay. You can just run away and be like, fine, if you don't want me. I mean, there's lots of hurtful things that you could say mm-hmm. during those moments. Um, you can't run away. You can't beg. You can't um, help me. Can't run away. Can't you beg. Can't oh, you can't, can't tear it down. Like just being forceful about it. You mm-hmm. know, like, come on, if you'll, you know, and I can even remember thinking if we could just do it one time, mm-hmm. I think that, you, you know, in my head, I'm thinking, I think it'll be okay if we get, but you can't force that. You mm-hmm. can't, you can't make that happen. And so, um, and then of course the other one is just making sure that you're the person that your spouse needs you to be. And that is not easy, mm-hmm. especially when you want to convince them right. that you're different, I, you know, or that you're ready or just, you know, and you can't, you have to honor your spouse's timeline, whether that looks like your timeline or not. Well, I think too, I was really, I know this is going to be a shocker to people, but I was very methodical in the healing process and everything had steps to me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that was the way that I sort of processed things because even, you know, I, and again, some people know um, the more of the details of our story because we've shared them, but you, I made you leave the house mm-hmm. for a while. Right. And so you went and stayed with your parents mm-hmm. uh, for several nights. And then, you know, the first step was me inviting you back to the house. Right. But you weren't, you weren't no. sleeping in the bed. No. So you were on the couch. Mm-hmm. And that went on for quite a while. Mm-hmm. And, you know, now knowing what we know, I don't think I even knew the whole you know, watching your spouse build a garden, mm-hmm. you know, sure. reference because point. it wasn't at that point. But looking back, that's exactly what I was, what I was doing. Sure. I had, I had this huge wall built up, but I was watching everything mm-hmm. you were doing. Mm-hmm. And in my mind, there was no chance you were getting back in that bed mm-hmm. until I trusted you. Right. And I remember like specifically remember the exact, the night mm-hmm. that I, you were, on the couch mm-hmm. again, yep. the kids were already in bed, and I walked in, and I said, 
hey, I, I think I'm ready for you to come back and sleep in the bed. But and don't touch me. I did. I said, but don't, but I said, <laughs> I but don't remember. touch me. Yeah. And so again, that was just that next, next step. step. Mm-hmm. And so I think that, you know, that's the kind of thing, the people that are going through this, they need to, you know, maybe, you know, it's not one of those things that you just, it's not even healthy, I don't think, to just jump back no, in. No. It's, it's, you know. Because you're ignoring right, things at right, that point. That's like right. Like brushing things under the rug and pretending it doesn't happen. That's right. And yeah. so, you know, to, to take those little steps and to be able to, to invite you know, your spouse to take those steps with you. And then for your spouse to actually honor that, Mm -hmm. that goes a long way in, you know, moving towards intimacy. That's right. Um, That's right. You know, I, and I remember that like it was yesterday as well. Um, You know, I was out of the house for a little while. um, And I think you invited me back into our home solely for our boys. That's like, right. Yeah, I don't think that was like well, it was just easy. I mean, because sure. it was easier and it made sense, right? You know, and, and we were trying to keep things as normal as possible mm-hmm. for them. You right. know, they were much younger, and I, you know, even for a while, we've said this before, but even for a while, I was leaving after they went to bed, mm-hmm. and then my dad would get be- get up at the butt crack of dawn to get me back over here before they ever woke up. But it was respect of just not being in the house, you yeah. know. Um, but then. It you know you were like you saw that I was working really hard to try to keep things normal for them and you wanted what was best for them and so you said you can sleep on the couch and I mean I can remember what a relief that was just being able to be in my home mm-hmm. I would have slept there for years if you wanted me to mm-hmm. um, but but just being able to be in our home and trying to keep things normal for the boys was just such a um, big step mm-hmm. um, for me. But you have to understand too that somebody that has gone, that goes, you know, that is betrayed like me, there's so much more in thinking through that. Like for, for you when you were at your parents, that was a relief to me because I didn't have to babysit you. That's right. Like I didn't trust mm-hmm. you. Right. And right. so I knew, hey, somebody else is babysitting That's right. her right now. Mm-hmm. Now I had your phone. I mean, mm-hmm. I kept your phone. Mm-hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. so you had no communication. Mm -hmm. I mean, it was just you and your parents. Mm -hmm. And so then inviting you back was, okay, well, I do trust you enough to where I'm going to take on the responsibility and the burden. I mean, I hate to say it this way, but but it was babysitting. I mean, you know, because it was, and again, people out there going, oh my gosh, are you telling me I got a baby? You know, I don't want to be babysat or, well, and part of me is like, well, if you don't want to be babysat, don't make stupid baby decisions. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Again. Uh oh. Uh oh. Blood get, pressure's let's going not up. Get, let's not get started. <laughs> but I mean, you know, if you and and but you've got to be willing to take those steps that your spouse can. You know, I mean, that was just a part of gaining trust again. Sure. Sure. And so for you to come back and for me to still be watching you, but much closer, you know, up close, mm-hmm. then mm-hmm. we were able to, you know, continue taking those steps. The reason why I got my Bible out mm-hmm. is because. There's act there is actual scripture about, I mean, it's it's about taking a break from physical intimacy, mm-hmm. and so in First Corinthians seven, it talks about not have the wife not having authority over her own body, and and likewise the husband not having authority over his own body, um, the wife does, and so but then it says, 
It says, stop depriving one another, and this is talking about physical intimacy, stop depriving one another except by agreement for a time so that you may devote yourselves to prayer and come together again so that Satan will not tempt you because of your lack of self-control. Now, again, this, you know, the context, I mean, we could we could talk about, you know, is it, is it talking about after, you know, infidelity? I mean, you know, let's just say the big picture of it is, is that, I mean, there is scripture that says, you know, throughout the course of marriage, you don't deprive each other of physical intimacy um, unless that you, you're both in agreement and for mm-hmm. a time that, and so, you know, again, we could step on all kinds of toes here. We could open up a can of worms, mm-hmm. but... What I want to be able to say is that as the spouse that has been betrayed, at some point, if your spouse is doing the stuff that's trustworthy again, even if they're doing everything they're supposed to be, I'm just telling you, it's still going to be hard Mm -hmm. to take that first step. That's right. But... In order to move forward, gotta take it. You have to take yep. that step because it's so weird that you that you went that direction. Because I was sitting over here before saying there has to be something said to the person who says I don't ever have to be intimate with you again because of what you did. Mm-hmm. Because that I mean, like there there are people out there that. And I mean, I don't think that forgiveness has been given mm-hmm. if that's the attitude of their heart. Mm-hmm. But I could, I mean, I know there are people out there that are like, you betrayed me. You had an affair or you broke trust or you looked at pornography mm-hmm. or you. And so that's it. We're done. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I, yes, I'll forgive you. Yes, we can. But, but intimacy. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. When we were going through this, we had some, we had some friends that, were talking to us about the the guy had um, had had some pornography addiction and and it took them a long time mm-hmm. to get past that and I know that's a situation for a lot of people that listen that's to right. us that's right. and a lot most of the time it's the male has has been addicted to pornography or you know what you know has had some um, some betrayal in that area and so the wife is like. I, there's, I can't, I mean, how am I going to be physically intimate with you after you've looked at all this stuff? Mm-hmm. And so as, as we were talking with them because they had moved past it and they were trying to help us at that point. Right. And, uh, I just, this was hilarious to me, but they said, well, finally, you know, it was, we, we were in the car together and the wife said, I, I, okay, I think I'm ready. And then she said, it took a lot of wine. <laughs> but I, <laughs> but we, right. I was I was finally ready. Yeah, yeah and I just yeah. thought that. I mean, yeah. that was so honest, That's but right. it was so. But you know, the thing is, you do. I mean, you have to take. There is a, there is a step to trust mm-hmm. because if you don't take that step to trust, and again, this is your spouse earning that trust. That's right. That's right. But if your spouse has earned that trust and you don't take that step, then I'm just telling you that you are withholding yourself and your spouse the blessing of physical intimacy and honestly what that can actually do to heal your marriage. Mm-hmm. That's right. Because I'll say this, our physical intimacy is different than it was before. And it's it's a lot more real and Mm -hmm. genuine Mm -hmm. like there's so much more meaning to it and so so I really do believe that 
if people can, if a couple that's been betrayed or have gone through betrayal, if they can get to a point where, you know, they're willing to take that step. And again, it's, you have to, um, you have to accept their time frame, but at the same time, you just like scripture says, you can't withhold, you don't withhold it for, if you're going to stay together, Mm -hmm. then you need to, you, you need the physical intimacy. And speaking from our experience, it can be better than it was before. before. Absolutely. And, you know, I just want to encourage the people out there who are saying, okay, I've got, I need to do this. I need, we need to be intimate again. You just have to take one step at a time, Mm -hmm. one step. And, and you can try. I mean, we had to try several times before. I mean, sorry. And that's a lot of honesty right there, but, but we, I mean, we we did, you know, I mean, we had to try, you said, okay, let's try this. We kissed, we, and and then there were times at the beginning that you were like, okay, I can't, I can't, Mm. I can't, let's just stop. And, and that was okay. That was okay. And we would just lay there and I would just hug you and be like, I'm just so sorry. I'm so sorry. I hurt you. You have to say, God, what do you want me to do today? What step do you want me to take today even if it's a small step and I'm in a Bible study that I'm doing right now and I wrote something down on Friday that I was like yes this is this is so powerful and it applies so beautifully to this Uh, striving puts things in our own hands so when we're striving to do better when we're striving to be intimate again with our spouse when we're when we're striving to make our spouse see that maybe he wants to be intimate again, or maybe she wants to be intimate again. We're putting things in our hands. But trusting is putting things in God's hands. And so trusting him to work in your spouse's heart, trusting him to open your spouse's eyes to what you're trying to do, trusting him with God, I, I want to trust my spouse. I really, really do. But I'm, I'm so scared to open myself up again. Trusting him with even that is so much better than just striving to do better. Mm. Yeah. I, and I will say this, too. There, there's people out there that just, I mean, they genuinely think, I'll never get past this. There's no yeah. way. And, I, and I'll say that even after 11 years, as great, as our marriage is, as great as our physical intimacy is, there are times when, you know, images and things Mm -hmm. that I just can't, like they come back and I can't not think about it. And I have to, I mean, I have to take those thoughts captive Mm -hmm. every time. Mm -hmm. Um, But it does, I mean, it, it's, it is, it's something that will haunt you forever, has the potential to haunt you forever, but it doesn't have to destroy you or devastate you. Yeah. And yeah. it doesn't have to own you. And so there's just this balance. And mm-hmm. there's also, I know I've said this before, but whenever things happen and I, and I think things, not even on the physical side of things, but just when I think about it, instead of the dread of, oh my goodness, it, I've learned to just immediately t- turn it to, but thank God we're not there now. Yeah, and right. thank God that's for right. where we are today. That's right. And so 
look, it doesn't come, I mean, it doesn't come natural Mm -hmm. and it doesn't come easy, but time obviously helps and taking those steps and those steps of trust and faith Mm -hmm. and obedience. um, If you feel stuck, take a step, Mm -hmm. just take a step. Even if you have been stuck for a really long time and you've just, I am not doing this and you're in your standing firm and your stubbornness, take a step, you know, and, and we haven't even talked about this and we can't at this point talk about, talk about this in detail, but so much of this too is just communicating. Mm -hmm. Like you, we talk about communication all the time. It's got to be a safe place. If there's been betrayal, then even more so like the honesty, the rawness, the complete, I'm telling you everything has to be there. Mm -hmm. And if you've been betrayed, like you need to be able to talk through it with your spouse and be able to say, look, I I mean, I want to, but this is where I'm at. And this is what I'm currently struggling Mm -hmm. with because your spouse also needs to know, okay, these are the things that, you know, I'm, that she's facing, he's facing because of what I've done. Mm -hmm. And I need to be sensitive to those things. But at the same time, I need to recognize he or she's trying. That's right. But because of what I've done, it's hard. And And because of what I've done, you cannot say the words, oh my gosh. Right. Just get over it. It's right. been so long, you know, exactly. that you just can't. You can't. Yeah, yeah. Well, I know that there's a lot of people out there with pain and hurt in this yeah. area. And look, we want nothing more than for the couples that listen to us to have a growing and flourishing physical relationship mm-hmm. because that is so important to the stability of a marriage. It's important spiritually, physically. Mm-hmm. And guys, we know that you can get there. And again, we talk about this kind of stuff because we're able to say we've been there. We've done the hard work and it's a picture that you can look at and be able to say, okay, there is hope. That's right. And so that's what we want to leave you with today. Uh, We're grateful that you took 30 minutes out of your day Mm -hmm. to listen to us. We'd love to hear from you. So reach out to us. If you get a chance, please give us a rating and review on the podcast platform that you listen to. And until next week, we'll see you then.